Food is about people and places and moments in time. This is a Chef Demoni Snapshot with your host, Graham McLennan. Okay, I am back with another episode a little earlier than I expected I would be, but here we are. I just really, really wanted to share a few snippets from our time in Barcelona while those snippets are fresh in my mind. So I'm recording this from our Airbnb. (laughs) Well, we've arrived in Italy now. My pronunciation of Italian words is going to be worse than my pronunciation of Spanish words, but we are in Vignale Monferrato in the northern Piemonte region, and we're just starting our time here, so maybe, hopefully, I am cautiously optimistic that another quick food update will be justified soon. So our visit to Europe did start in Barcelona. My wife and I flew from Vancouver to Munich, and then we connected there for a short flight into Barcelona. When we arrived at the hotel, well, we didn't arrive at the hotel exactly. We, we stayed at this great spot in the Gothic Quarter called Hotel Neri, and the driver told us he had to drop us in a nearby square. That seemed a little odd, but this was my first time in Barcelona, and I didn't fully appreciate or I didn't at all appreciate just how narrow some of the streets were going to be. So the upshot was that the van that carried us from the airport was not going to fit into the street outside the hotel. But no matter, one of the great team members from Neri met us and escorted us in, and off we went with our stay. So today I'm going to tell you about four food experiences we had while in Barcelona. Well, I suppose two of them are food experiences, and two of them are pre-food experiences, which is to say cocktails. Let's start with one of our favorites, and this is right in the hotel restaurant bar. Now, I did not do any research on bars before arriving in Barcelona, and so I was really pleasantly surprised to learn that this city has a beyond thriving cocktail scene. It really is something. And I've often said on this show that food is really all about people. So, For today's purposes, let's include cocktails and wine in with food, which I think we should anyway. And and what I mean by it all being about people is just that food, wine, cocktails, whatever it is, are simply vehicles or mechanisms through which we connect with other people. And this definitely happened in the hotel bar. So this was at a restaurant in the Hotel Neri, and we met the amazing bartender Eduardo. Such a great guy. He has shaken cocktails around the world, worked at restaurants, worked on yachts. Just a fascinating guy, fascinating story, and such amazing energy, such amazing hospitality. So we sat at his bar. Eduardo spoke to us at length. He had us crunching on herbs, smelling various bottles, asking us what we liked, flavors we might enjoy. And then he put together some amazing things for us. So over two days, I had two cocktails there. One was the signature called Temptation. What can I say? Only that there was smoke and coffee and chocolate. And it was, it had a hint of sweet, but it wasn't too much. And it was strong, but balanced, super delicious, unlike anything I've ever had before. Absolutely loved it. The second was a French 75. Now, we have made a fair number of French 75s. This one had a bergamot essence in it. So a bergamot liqueur, I guess, was a component of the drink. Super tasty. Absolutely delicious. The cocktails were amazing, but but really the, the whole experience was great. The whole experience was the best part. The cocktails were certainly a portion of that. But really, it all came down to Eduardo. Super welcoming guy, super enthusiastic. So if you're anywhere near the Hotel Neri in Barcelona, 
absolutely drop in. Please say hi to Eduardo for us. All right. Let's alternate between food and drink here. So our next stop on this episode will be one of two tapas bars. Now, this being my first time in Spain, this was also the first time I'd really had tapas in any kind of a, an extended full meal kind of way. And our final lunch in the city was at El Chigre 1769, and it was delicious. One thing that stands out actually is our server. He was a young guy, I, I don't know, early 20s, I would say. But he had the poise and the confidence of someone much older. So we ordered a few dishes and we figured that would make at least a good start. And then our server, he looked down at the, the list he'd written and he sort of tut-tutted at us very kindly and said, I think you should order a little more. So we did and he was right. And he didn't come across as pushy at all. He was just genuinely concerned that we have a good lunch and, and he could tell that our order was a little light. So... Standouts, the spicy baby bombs. I'm not sure exactly what was in here. Octopus was one of the ingredients. Super tasty. The seared sardines that had eggplant, an eggplant layer, and then a pepper layer that was torched on top. Absolutely delicious. And then there was a full separate eggplant dish. And, and what can I say about the eggplant I'm having lately? It, it, it was, again, tastier than eggplant has any right to be. It was really just a wonderful dish. Also, with some serious delight, I spotted raw milk cheese offerings on the menu, but I didn't have space at this meal, so that'll have to be next time. El Chigre, a wonderful lunch, a wonderful place to round out our food experiences in Barcelona. Now, when I say I didn't do any research about the cocktail scene in Barcelona, you will believe me, I think, because I had never heard of Dr. Stravinsky had I done any research, I would have learned of Dr. Stravinsky very quickly, I think. This is, it's been on the 50 best bars in the world list, and I think it's an incredibly popular spot. I can see why. So we went there twice as well. Once we sat at the bar, and once we sat in this little library area where there's this lighted wall behind the tables with all of these jars. It looks like this crazy lab setting. And in the jars are whatever these component pieces are going to be of the cocktail. So there are things fermenting and stewing away in these jars. It just makes this gorgeous setting. Check out my Instagram. There's a few pictures on there of this setting. And then what they do is they have a menu that presents what they call a cosmos. So it's like this galactic map of flavors. And they range from bitter to dry, sour, strong, lactic, mineral, sweet, sour. I said sour twice. Uh, <laughs> anyway, all of these flavors and then they have little pathways in the cosmos linking these flavors and where the pathways cross, that's where the cocktails exist. So you get to pick a cocktail that maybe you like something sweet and sour or you like something dry and bitter and strong. They will sort you out and make uh, some delicious cocktails for you. A really wonderful experience. Again, chatting with the people there was a joy. We met Cesar and Alexia. Thank you so much to Luigi, one of the concierges at the hotel, who sent us to Dr. Stravinsky. It was, again, a wonderful experience in Barcelona. So if you're in town, definitely go. All right. And our final stop, our fourth little picture of food in Barcelona is Caneta Bar. And this was a place that we kept going back to because it was so good. Our hotel team described this as a traditional tapas bar. 
It was amazing. We sat at the bar. I guess we just went twice. We sat at the bar both times we went. The energy is incredible. We were watching the chefs do their work. So practiced, so polished, so good at what they were doing. It was really just a joy to watch them. And then the front of house was incredible as well. The interaction with the guests, the interaction with the back of house, bringing the dishes out, pouring this amazing cava and wine, and always making sure the guests were looked after. It was really, really well done. A few highlights there. We had one dish and our waiter, uh, this was on our second day. It was so great. He said, we have one We have one off-menu dish. It is cuttlefish and mushroom. I think that's how he stopped the description, cuttlefish and mushroom. But then he said, it is so good. And he looked at us very intently and he said, it is so fucking good. And so we knew we had to order this dish. And we did. And it was so fucking good. It was an amazing dish. Came with a poached egg. Uh, The server cracked the egg, peeled it apart, mixed everything together, and then brought us some bread to mop up the sauce. Wow, was that dish good. Everything was good there. The the ham, of course, you're in Barcelona. So we had some slices of ham that were incredible. We had anchovies. We had a squid sandwich. I spotted that on the menu the second time and we ordered it. It just sounded fun. It was delicious. It was fried squid on a beautiful bun. Incredibly incredibly simple and incredibly tasty. And then one other dish we had, and check out Instagram. You can see a picture of the crazy waiter. It was a sliced steak with foie gras on a potato pavé. Oh, man, with a like a, a reduction, a... Um, like a demi jus around it all, and it was so, so good. So uh, on Instagram, I've got one picture of it on its own, just the dish, and then another one, as you will see, because our waiter said, uh, this dish is so good, you must take a picture of it with the crazy waiter. So we did. So you'll see the waiter in the background on one of those shots as well. Anyway, all in all, it was just a joy to sit at the bar and to watch that operation. So thank you to everybody at Kenyatta. Again, thank you to the staff at Hotel Neri for sending us to this great place. Okay, that is the end of the four little snippets that I wanted to share with you today. I've got to get out from, I am literally under a blanket here in this little makeshift studio in our B&B because I'm trying to make, the room is really, really big and I'm trying to reduce the boom and the echo so this sounds okay and I'm just speaking into my laptop. So my apologies if the audio is not up to the usual standard, but I really wanted to share that look at Barcelona with you. So I thought it was worth the risk of doing just a quick remote studio recording. All right, that is it. We are off to explore Piemonte. Our friends here at our B&B in Vignale Monferrato have just booked us a reservation for a 2.30 lunch at a local place that apparently has amazing truffle pasta. So how could we not go? That is our next stop. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for listening to Cheftimony. As always, you can follow along with the story on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I am at Cheftimony. If you'd like to connect on LinkedIn, please do. You'll find me there under Graham McLennan. You can also just send me an email, graham at cheftimony.com. And that is it for today. I'm going to run out the door with dreams of truffles in my mind. And I'm not sure exactly when I will be back. I will try to bring another snippet uh, from the trip if I can, if I can set up another makeshift recording studio and find reliable Wi-Fi to get the episode out into the world. One way or another, we will be in touch soon. Thank you, as always, for joining me. I will see you next time. 
sometime soon, I do believe, right here on Cheftimony. Okay, I'm going to keep recording because I don't know if you can hear these bells. I'm going to take the sheet off. The bells are ringing. I'll just open the door here and see if we can capture that. I'm now standing out in the yard. It's absolutely gorgeous and sunny. Can you hear those bells? Welcome to Piemonte. Okay. I will see you next time on Chef Demoni. Thanks for being here with me.